before we dive into this week's episode, I want to tell you all about my brand new masterclass, Four Things You Need to Know to Get into Superhero Shape Over 40. And yes, this includes our four-step superhero formula for body shape change for women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And yes, you will learn exactly what to focus on to get sexy strong without wasting your time, energy, and money that doesn't involve spending hours in the kitchen or gym every day. And even if you have an injury or hormonal struggles or are feeling far from super right now. And this masterclass delivers on a step-by-step formula and busts crazy diet and exercise myths that you may not know you even believed. Which means you don't have to rely on guesswork and Google and wading through hours of conflicting health and fitness information online. So you just spend 60 minutes of your time and we can promise to give you back hours. So come check it out now for free at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash masterclass. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Lisa Barlai, and I consider myself a fitness feminist and wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst helping busy, ambitious women over 40 to become strong of mind, body, and character. You see, I wasn't always fit, lean, or strong, and was never motivated to exercise, barely drank water, and lived off bread, pasta, and cheese. But since starting my own wellness journey from 20 years ago and becoming certified in life coaching, plant-based and sports nutrition, holistic health, mindfulness, and kettlebell and personal training, I've learned how to create healthy habits and daily rituals rather than rely on my willpower and motivation. Plus, become a total health, fitness, and superhero geek. So we're coming at you with live workshop style health and wellness episodes packed with actionable step-by-step tips and real talk that are helping thousands of busy, ambitious women to become stronger in mind, body, and character, to be the best superhero versions of themselves without that fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. I want to teach women how to achieve goals as women, being feminine AF, because goddess got goals. Welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast. I'm Lisa Barways, your hostess with the most S. I consider myself a wellness alchemist. That means I'm the kick-ass catalyst in the transformation of women around the world to become stronger of mind, body, and character. And I am the creator of the Sexy Strong program, which is our signature program, in addition to the whole Warrior Goddess um, kettlebell training program suite and I wanted to give myself a formal introduction because sometimes there's new listeners and you guys don't know what it is that I do Um, but you can always find out more about me over on our website warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com or come and connect with me and have some discussions and reach out if any of these uh, topics that we talk about on the podcast you know resonate with you or you've got more questions we are going to be doing more ask me anything episodes so I want to make sure that we're answering questions for you on a regular basis Um, And you can connect with me uh, on Instagram or slide into the DMs at Lisa underscore Barwise. But we're kicking things off today with one of my favorite sort of topics, which is talking about five ways to adapt your workouts in perimenopause, right? And I want to talk about a workout one, hello, kettlebell training. But I also want to talk about how I've been adapting and how I um, see with my clients we need to adapt. Okay. So, um, we have created an amazing step-by-step process with all of our programs and, um, our, our, our 
programs and our different plans. So we have covered you, even if you've never picked up a kettlebell before, if you've, you haven't exercised for months, years, or never really been active, um, all the way through to having, you know, body shape change goals and working your way up to being a friggin' warrior goddess superhero, right? We're using kettlebell training. So it's important to understand that that is a journey. And I have gone through the journey. Um, you know, I have been doing kettlebells now for 10 years plus, but I have gone through a different journey of starting with being literally not able to lift even a six kilo kettlebell um, or even run on the spot for five minutes all the way to being able to do seriously heavy squats and deadlifts and then reverting back now during peri perimenopause to having to really adapt and understand what my goals are and what it is I'm working towards. So this episode would be really cool for for anyone on that kind of that spectrum. So if you've never done a lot of training before, we're going to talk about that. But this could be a way for you to get started. But also if you have been training and you've maybe had a break or you're just noticing that things are a little bit harder um, and what can you do to change, adapt or, or move around? Yeah. So let's kick it off, shall we? So the first one I want to talk about is there's there's five tips or five ways that we're going to talk about in depth. And the first one really is about preparation. Now, I've got to be honest, prior to um, being, you know, at this age, I, yes, always did a warm up in every single class that I taught. But when it came to like doing heavy lifting style warm ups and, um, you know, when I did heavy lifting, I wouldn't have done very much of a warm up right? I would have just gone bang at squats, squats or deadlifts and things. Whereas with kettlebell training, because it is quite a strenuous, um, uses so many muscles and can really work your joints, you want to make sure that you're definitely warming up well. And in fact, you might want to lengthen the warm up part. So recently, as I've been adding kettlebell training into my lunch hours, I have been doing a good 10 minutes to even 15 minutes of a stretch series, which is a mixture of stretch series, a bit of yoga, etc. Now, it's the same warm up that I have been teaching and doing for the last eight to 10 years, which you can easily find on our YouTube channel, which is covered in all of our programs and is um, on our app in the Sexy Strong program as well, right? And it's a simple head to toe mobility warm up followed by by a little yoga series. Now I would adapt that little yoga stretching part to what needs stretched out that day. Is my back tight? Is my hips tight? Am I doing more lower body workouts? Do I need to give that an extra warm up, right? Are my uh, wrists feeling sore or tight? Yeah. And I would adapt and add different stretches for that purpose. But I never skip the warm up. And if anything, I would lengthen it. So if you are someone who hasn't exercised for a while or hasn't really got into exercise or does have some challenges with certain aches and pains, then this is where I would start. In fact, in our comeback plan in our Sexy Strong program, which is basically for when people fall off the, the program and they want to get back on, we ask, you know, how long has it been since you've worked out and you can do the comeback plan. So if you've been ill for a long amount of time and you focus first and foremost on stretching, moving your body, supporting your body, looking after your body with stretching, foam rolling um, and going through that mobility series. And sometimes that's the workout. You're not even picking up a kettlebell. 
Yep. So it depends on where your starting point is. But in all of our programs, including our free 10 minute ones, which, by the way, you can go and grab over at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com. Start here. Go to start dash here. There's uh, free workouts for you to, to get your teeth into and other free resources. Um, the other one, the 10 minute one is actually warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash 10 minutes as in one zero M-I-N-S. And you can download that and it will have our warm up series in it as well. Okay. So you want to really focus on the warm up. Either it's a longer warm up or that's all you're doing and you're not even doing the, the actual training yet. And you might want to do that over a week or two or a couple of sessions until you're feeling your body moving better. Yep. And then another way, number two way to adapt your workout in perimenopause is just doing shorter workouts and lighter workouts. So again, as you're building up, it's perfectly okay. In fact, it's amazingly wonderful to do a 10 minute workout, to do a 20 minute workout. And if you were doing things with heavier bells previously, 12 kilos and 16 kilos and all of these things to go back to the eight kilo kettlebell, which is about a 15 pounder. Yeah, 15 to 18 pounder. So that's the smallest kettlebell you'll want to do lower body work for. But again, if you're coming back from an injury, you might want a slightly lower bell of like a six, six kilo bell to do upper body. Yeah. And just do a shorter workout. Take it off a list, get it done, celebrate the fact that you even were there getting it done and, and making it happen and going lighter if you need to. Yep. And then number three is less intensity and more weight. So you're like, hold on, you just counteract, contradicted yourself, Lisa. I did contradict myself. However, it's better for you to do a shorter workout with a lighter bell as you build up. And then when you're starting to build up, not focusing so much on high intensity interval training, because that's very inflammatory on the body, specifically during perimenopause, when your body's already dealing with a lot of hormones all over the place and inflammation. But you want to go slow and heavy. So this is where you might want to focus more on hip hinge movements. So for example, you know, at the moment, I'm not doing any squats. I'm doing all deadlifts. I'm doing all lunges. I'm doing all swings. I haven't done a squat and I couldn't tell you how long because squats are really hard on my hips for me, right? And my lower back. So I've been doing heavier kettlebell deadlifts, heavier swings. I've been doing a little bit of more lunges and they're sticking to heavier movement patterns but with less intensity and just taking my damn time. Yeah. Now, again, I will add in a heavier day into my week where I will use machines. So I'll start using free weights and I'll start using gym machines with heavier weight and going heavy and slow. Yeah. So that's another way that you can adapt your workouts as well. Lots of breaks in between, go heavy, small amount of reps, so you're only going between, you know, three and eight reps for certain things and you're not doing massive amounts of circuits. Yeah, even doing kettlebell swings, I'll do a certain amount of kettlebell swings and I'll take a good break because the rest is really important so that you can push again. Yep. And then point number four is about post-workout care. 
So if anything, the pre and the post for your workout becomes so important during perimenopause. You want to make sure, obviously, that you're hydrating because you need as much hydration as possible, but also that you're taking your post-workout shakes, that you're getting as much protein in as possible. So whether you're taking your pre-these or your post-workout shakes, those are really important. Yeah. You also want to make sure you've got the right amount of amino acids in there for building muscle. So um, I talked recently in an episode about how I'm taking Huel, and Huel already contains its amino acids, so it's really handy. It's already in there. But you can add additional amino acids. We talk all about that as you're doing heavier weights, and we talk about that in our Sexy Strong program. We give you full supplement guides for all of that. Then you've got the last one that I want to talk about today, which is don't overcommit yourself, okay? So there is this, and it happens to me, it does happen to me, that I'm like, well, I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to go heavy. I used to be able to do long. I used to be able to do five sessions a week. And if I compared myself to that version of myself, I would constantly be up short, right? And that would feel bad. I would be feeling bad about myself. I'd be feeling like, oh, I'm getting old. I'm getting sore. I'm getting weak. I'm getting all of these things rather than celebrating the fact that I'm still showing up for myself, that I'm still being consistent, that I'm still making it work, that I still feel young and feel good, right? And those, that's what's important. Not how much I could beast it out or how sweaty I can make it or how hard or tough or intense or how, you know, how badass, right? It's a, the badassness comes with the consistency and in feeling and looking good for the long run. And although that doesn't sound particularly sexy, I get it, ladies, right? That's what's consistent. That's what's sustainable. That's what's going to make it doable over long term. You're not going to get injured. You're going to see results. So you're going to keep going and you're going to feel awesome about it. Yeah. So the ways to adapt your workouts and perimenopause. Let's go through them again, shall we? More stretching. Focus on the pre-workout rituals. So head-to-toe warm-ups, mobility warm-ups, all of which you can grab a hold of in our free workouts if you go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com slash start dash here. You can grab some of those workouts, um, grab lots of free stuff over there, and it will take you through the workout right? It'll give you the workout and it'll give you the pre-workout that you can do. Then there's uh, shorter and lighter, okay? Make your workout shorter. 10 minutes is perfect. 20 minutes is great. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes, doesn't have to be an hour, doesn't have to be five days a week. You know, two 10-minute workouts a week, boom. Build that up to two 20 minutes, even better, okay? Eventually stick in a third one on, well done you. And don't think just because you have gone heavier before, that you have to stick with that, right? Now, I, I definitely recommend that you try to do as much as you can with an eight kilo, which is a 15 to 18 pounder. Um, that's that's the goal. That's the goal in kettlebell training is that you can do all movements with that one bell. But if you need to go lighter because you're a bit injured or your shoulder's not great, that's okay too, right? Give yourself permission to go lighter if you need to. You just don't want to be swinging a kettlebell with anything less than eight kilos, and you don't want to be doing deadlifts with anything less than eight kilos. It just wouldn't work the same. I don't want you to waste your time. Less intensity and more weight. You want to go slow and heavy. Take lots of breaks if you need to. Avoid high intensity interval training or cut it back to once a week. 
if you're looking for the, the fat burn, then you can and you want to stay fit for a particular reason for fitness and fat burn. High intensity training is great, but it does come with inflammatory um, kind of elements, right? It will mess and it will spike up your cortisol. And we're trying to keep that under wraps during perimenopause. And you want to go heavy as, as much as you can and low and slow. So for us in our state, you know, in our phase two, in our sexy strong program, we do a lot of tempo work with kettlebells and that can be really good. Then post-workout care is just as important. Are you doing a, a cool down? Are you doing foam rolling and looking after aches and pains? Are you taking post-workout shakes with amino acids? Are you drinking enough water? Are you doing Epsom salts baths or steam or, um, or some hot water, right? Hot and cold therapy is really good for post-workout care. So whether that's the cold plunges that are so popular right now, helping you with your inflammation, whether it's the heat that you like to get into your bones, it can really help you also if you've got some hot flashes and flushes going on, extra heat can actually help. Um, to, to get, get your body sweaty. You want to try to sweat in a controlled way that will help you. Um, it'll also help with the aches and pains as well. And then the last one is don't overcommit yourself, right? If you know you're not an early morning workout person, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't set yourself up for failure. If you know you're not going to get a full 30 minute workout and just say, I'm going to do 10 minutes. Then if you did 15, you'd be like, woohoo, look what I did, right? Um, and really just Go with what's doable, what's sustainable, what's going to fit into your schedule and fit into your life. So you're not adding more burdens to yourself, but feeling like you're accomplishing something and you're feeling good. You want to leave your workout feeling like you are good. You've done great. You've shown up for yourself. You did that thing that you said that you were going to do, right? And built that inner promise. So I hope today had lots of value. If you want to um, access, as I said, some of our free workouts so that you can learn more about that um, stretching and post-workout care, go on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash start here, start dash here, um, or just check out the website. You'll be able to see that we have free stuff that you can download over there, including free workouts. And you'll be able to find the workout that works for you, but you will see our um warm-up process that we go through which is free on youtube as well you can go and access that and you can get a sense of what it's how to add more of that stretching in because if i'm honest that's the biggest tip that number one more stretching is so important especially during perimenopause when you got all those aches and pains ladies i feel you i hear you so that's it for today i hope that was helpful hope you got mad value out of it if you did you know what maybe you need to share it with a friend i would love that if this episode is uh, you know you we were like okay this is what i need to share with my friend go ahead and share it on out i'd also like to hear from you are these tips that you think would actually help you to be more consistent you can come and chat with me over on instagram at lisa underscore barwise or you can come and chat with us in our facebook community just for the podcast go on over to um warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe you can join the tribe community and also our regular email so you'll never miss a podcast and you'll be able to have discussions with like-minded women over there about what's going on inside the podcast too so i look forward to seeing you or hearing from you or no you're hearing from me <laughs> in our next episode very soon and i can't wait to find out if these tips are actually helping you to stay consistent doing your workouts even during perimenopause so until then peace out well you made it to the end my friend 
you are my favorite kind of person. Seriously, a total badass. But if you like this episode, we've got a whole bunch waiting for you. With show notes, promos, discounts, lots and lots of freebies. And all you've got to do is go over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts. That's with an S. And don't forget to hit subscribe, totally, uh, on any of your you know favorite podcast platforms. And of course, leave us a review. We really like that. Or why not continue to be part of our community? Register to join the tribe, the Goddess Got Goals podcast tribe community, and come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe. And I look forward to catching up with you next week or maybe in the next episode. Your super friend. Yeah.